listeners welcome to 10x growth strategies podcast this is your host preeti padmanabhan technology executive investor and board member today we will feature the book unlimited power by tony robbins i first read this book in 2008 and also got to attend tony robbins 4d workshop unleash the power within So I'm really excited to review this book today. Our guest today is Jean-Louis Michaud, founder and CEO of Serendipia, a global network of next generation co-living and co-working spaces for hustlers, inventors and thinkers. Welcome Jean-Louis to 10x Growth Strategies podcast. And thank you so much Priti. I'm uh, very excited to be here today to speak about uh, the book of uh, Coach Tony Robbins, uh, Unlimited Power. Absolutely. Tell us about yourself, your current venture, Serendipia, and your past highlights from your career. Yeah, absolutely. So currently, uh, I'm working on a Serendipia, which is actually a, a protocol uh, that started with co-living, but that's that will enable home sharing on the blockchain uh, for uh, like all the communities around the world to be able to be tokenized uh, on a timeshare and micro ownership model. So it's based on the cryptocurrency model, and I'm also launching a cryptocurrency um, hedge fund that will allow people to benefit from the cryptocurrency market, uh, but without uh, suffering from the market cycle uh, downturns. And in the past, uh, I, I've been actually like running and launching co-living spaces for six years in San Francisco mostly. I've organized more than a hundred events for startups and entrepreneurs across uh, four continents. And I've been um, investing and managing crypto as well since 2014. Uh, also, like built schools in Africa and Zimbabwe and South Africa when I was 23. And I started my first uh, small business uh, when I was 21 in Belgium, which was in uh, importing goods from technology from China to Europe and in the uh, digital marketing. Wow, that is so impressive! I cannot believe how much you've achieved in such a short. time span and you're so young you have so much more that you're going to do in fact you told me that you read this book when you were 19 years old right when you were in belgium yeah exactly i read the uh, unlimited power when i was in the my first year in business school in uh, brussels uh, which was a british business school i was learning english at the same time so it was one of my first fully uh, f- book that i read fully uh, in english and uh, it's really a uh, changed my life for the better i would say excellent it certainly changed my life too so tell me why did you choose to read the book unlimited power well so i it was for a class uh, i had and it was actually for my midterms exam uh, during my communication class my communication teacher was uh, is actually a TED, tedx uh, like coach and he's like teaching people at the european commission uh, to like be better pre- presenters and he, he gave us a selection of books that we had to, to make a report about for our midterm exam so we had to do like a book report and he gave us a list of like 10 books that you had to read about and um, tony robbins unlimited power was the book uh, that was on the list that that stood out to me because um, i was following on facebook this fan page called the daily positive minute and it was from frederick lilienfeld a business and life coach in belgium who was sharing uh, one minute videos capsules about something positive about life about business about family about relationships and um i followed that for maybe 6 months when i was in first year in business school it was very inspiring 
And uh, one day he actually told us he was doing a seminar about uh, Tony Robbins' uh, work. So that's how I learned the first time about Tony Robbins. So I knew his name and then I saw his name again in the book list that uh, my teacher gave us. And I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's um, it's kind of like uh, follow the omen, right? Like follow the signs. Uh, and for me, that was just like my intuition was telling, okay, I need to follow this because it's, it has a positive influence in my life already. So I wanted to dig deeper into that path. It's so amazing that uh, your professor had the foresight to provide such a book uh, to at a young age to students in college, uh, because it certainly shapes the future of so many people. And not only that, uh, you had the ability to take the lessons and then build your life. So tell us, what are some of the top takeaways or key lessons you got from the book? Absolutely. But there are so many. And during this podcast, we're going to speak about several of them. And we could talk about it in a very long manner. But um, in, in two words, if you want to like remember something, it's about producing results. Uh, so for me, like Tony Robbins, it's all about how you can use your brain, your brain, which is kind of like a software to like lead your hardware, your body, uh, and how you can program yourself better to produce the results that you want to create in your life. Like to be, be more intentional about those results and how you can like achieve them faster and better. What he's saying is that you can create the feeling that you want to have when you feel already how you want to be. Like you will do everything that you, you want and that you can and you need to be able to actually like reach that stage that you want to feel in. He explains that what, what, what it means to be successful can be different for several people. And uh, for example, it can be... Uh, Success for someone can be to live the world a little bit better, can be to have like a healthy child, can be to have like a well-maintained garden patch, or even like a redeemed social conditions for, for the most ambitious. Uh, but it's up to us to see what are the results that you want to achieve. And, and ultimately, this book is about how you can actually achieve those. Producing results and uh, shaping our brain. I, I liked how Tony Robbins uh, called our brain our computer, the most powerful computer. I've heard him say that. And certainly we can tune that uh, to help us produce results. One of the things that he talks about are the seven traits for success. Tell us about what are the seven traits and what traits resonated with you? So what the seven traits are uh, modeling. So modeling is, a, is really important it's about, okay, let's say you want to, be, uh, to become a soccer player. Then you will want to like see what are the habits and, and of all the most successful soccer players. You will want to see what are diets, what are the habits, how did they achieve, what, they, what did they achieve? And so you can actually model personal excellence. You will want, it's all about how you can model uh, personal excellence in an industry or in an area of the life that you want to actually have yourself and how you can actually then mirror it and put those traits into you to actually uh, become like that person on that on that level so that that's uh, very important or another example is if somebody is overweight then you can uh, reproduce the actions of fit people in order to lose weight right so quite straightforward at the end of the day the second one is about nlp is a neuro-linguistic programming. And uh, like Tony Robbins explains that it's the study of human neurology. And, and when you actually like, can study how somebody thinks and how the brain of someone wor works as well, you can also like duplicate that to duplicate the similar successes. 
But so this is as well like a formula that you can put into your brain for, for it to, it's kind of like a way of functioning. So that, that's, that's NLP. And then the third one is about beliefs. Uh, belief systems are, are really important. Um, actually beliefs, when, when you look at what beliefs can do, it made like huge wars, it made people actually even like kill each other over like things. Like when you look at religions, religions are some of the most powerful like belief systems that happen in history as much as politics. And uh, people can achieve the be most beautiful things in the world as well uh, when they have the strong beliefs. Um, so like there is that saying saying that like one man with a strong belief is more powerful than 99 men with only interest. So that's, that's really uh, powerful. And that's the, the beliefs, which, was, which is the third uh, trait. He also likes to say that a belief is like a lie, actually, that, but that you say to yourself. Because it doesn't have to be necessarily exactly true because at the end, it's like, it's a story that you tell to yourself. So he, he likes to call a lie and, and a belief in a, in a different context. And the fourth threat for success is think positive. When control of our mind, like actually Tony Robbins is saying, only optimistic people are people who are able to change the world. So it's important to very always be very positive and, and think about what, what's, what is the opportunity and not see the challenges. And then, something that we overlook as well is that we can control our brain and we should control our brain if we want to be successful, which means we need to control what we put into it because ultimately that will decide the output that you will have in any situation. And then the sixth one is setting goals. You need to put goals. If you don't have any goals, you don't know where you are heading, like a boat who doesn't know where to navigate and you will be lost in the sea. And, uh, and then you need to learn to ask for what you want. If you don't ask for what you want, it, it won't happen. You need to be specific. You can ask someone to help you. You need to create value for the people you are asking. You need to be focused. Uh, and you have to have a, a strong belief, actually, when you are asking someone. And then you, you need to ask until you get what you want. That's, um, those were the, the, the seven uh, traits of, of success. Thank you. Thank you so much for summarizing that. That's a lot to unpack, right? We can pick a few things from there. And I think you talked about the beliefs. Um, and I saw that how passionate you were about the beliefs. So, and it also says that there are seven lies or beliefs that you can use actually to reach success. For example, uh, I can like go over them. One of them is like, everything happens for a purpose and everything is supposed to serve us. It's really about positive thinking, like seeing always how one situation can help you to, to, to grow in life. Uh, the second one, the second light to success is that there's no such thing as failure, but only results. You're you are not failing, you're just learning your way to success, right? And whatever happens, you need to take responsibility uh, because when you actually keep responsibility over what can happen to you, you can influence and change the next result that you have that's happening. When you put the fault on somebody else, and then you lose the power of the result that, that, that's achieving in your life. Take responsibility. Also, it's not necessary to understand everything to be able to use it. That's really important because if you have too much information in your head, then you will kind of like be a little bit uh, confused and not uh, be able to remember everything. So just remember that you can use different things in life. You just don't need to understand every single thing. Um, people are your greatest resources. One man alone, even if he's brilliant, like he won't be to do as much as, as a great team together. Uh, the sixth one is that work is play. Uh, that's really important. Like uh, successful people don't see their work as work. They see it as play. They're just playing in the world and they're having fun. 
And that's what makes them succeed at it because they really enjoy doing what they're doing. And then the last light success or belief to success is that there is no uh, success without commitment. You need to commit. Um, you need to, to, to be able to commit and make sacrifices to, to achieve that. Uh, because successful people are ready to do whatever it takes to succeed. Was there any particular belief that helped you with your success early in your career? I think the, the one... The one belief that changed and helped me the most is about um, adaptability and communication. I think that there is no such thing as a failure or a fixed mindset. Growth, to have a gross mindset is really key. And so you need to adapt and learn until you actually get the desired result. That, 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 because I see when I was 21, 23, I was very, um, I mean, I came out of school, I was very structured in my mind and like I think I'm, I'm, I am still but in, in another proportion and, and somehow to, when I learned and when I remembered that you need to adapt until you get the result that you want then the my success curve like accelerated really fast because that's that's really important you need to adapt to situation uh, that's that Gandhi said that not Robbins but like be like water <laughs> like f- find find the ways so that, that, that's that's one way. But Tony Robbins talked about, about the communication style, that you need to adapt your communication style until you get the result that you want. So I think that, that's something that, that's very, very important, actually. Wow, beautiful. Be like water. I love it. I love it. And, and lo- I loved how you talked about the growth mindset versus fixed mindset, being adaptable. Amazing, amazing. Uh, you, you're such a role model yourself for so many youngsters uh, to to believe in themselves and go forward. You mentioned earlier, and I've read it in your blog post about that initially there were some negative beliefs and we all go through that. It's a, it's a lifelong challenge for us uh, with negative, negative beliefs. Tell me, how did you replace those negative beliefs with positive beliefs? Yeah, so I think we all grew up in environments where always by our parents and our family or our surroundings. So, and we are kind of like ingrained in that. And, and majority of people live in fear, actually. Uh, probably 99% of the population live in fear because it's also the media uh, is using fear to control our minds, right? So the mainstream media is uh, professional and expert at ingraining fears into people. So when you grow up, uh, for, for majority of us who, who are from majority of the world population, actually, uh, except people who, with like family, who are aware of the importance of of beliefs and and information, uh, we are just raised in fear, uh, and and fear oftentimes is people uh, put barriers between themselves. Uh, people think that we, we shouldn't reach out to them, or oh, this guy doesn't like me, or oh, those guys, those people don't like me, or oh, those guys are stupid. Like that's those are sentences that you hear a lot around yourself, right? Uh, or they just think of themselves. But so at the end of the day, you grow up where you keep hearing all of those and, and then maybe you think that uh, actually people are not so good. I'm not saying that even about my family itself, but like in just how people are in general. So you grow up and then you hear all of those things. You're like, oh, wait, why, why? And so maybe if you're more sensitive, I think I've always been a quite sensitive and creative person. And then when you are sensitive to that, it can kind of like affect you and how you think that you can behave with others and, and be open or not to others. And, and what really changed to me, at, I think, um, is, is when you decide that 
you can be a magnet. We are just mirroring each other. So the, what you give to people, you can you can receive back. And if you think that uh, you can any anybody, you can build reports and and build relationships with uh, every anyone in the world because you can learn something from any, anybody and you can probably do, do bring something to everybody in this world somehow and and vice versa and when you believe that then it starts to happen actually and 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 that's a belief i took when i was when i read this book uh when i when i, I decided that okay we that we could all be friends in the world actually and, and that's probably something that that followed me all along my life uh because I've been building communities everywhere, and that has been something that has been um, I, one of my biggest source of joy and, and achievement is, is to be able to connect with all kinds of people around the world. Like, like how we connected, right? We connected quite fast, but we had like we had like we, we were on the same wavelengths. But still, we because I think we both have the belief that we could do something cool. <laughs> yes, <That's>... certainly. <laughs> And and we, you know you're absolutely right, right? The cultures we grew up in were totally different, but the minute we started speaking, we could see the connection. And like you said, when we go with that open mind, we can connect with everybody, anybody in the world. So, very beautifully said. And you also brought up a very interesting point. We are surrounded by some of these negative thoughts. Does not mean that, like you said, the people around us are bad but it's conditioned in our minds. I want to bring up an interesting point that I remember from Robin's book is he says that you become like the people you spend the most time with. So we have to choose the people we spend the time with, right? So when we surround ourselves with people who we want to aspire to become, then we also start to think like them, think more positive. Uh, and uh, so that is another beautiful point. Sometimes you, you don't always spend the time with the people that you want to become like or because it's life just because life right but uh it's important to be conscious of the people you, you let yourself to be friends by exactly you talked about rapport why is it important to build rapport what are the strategies that people can use like you know to build a good rapport with other people Eva, like, it's, it's really important to build uh, rapports because people are your greatest resource right like I said earlier, like even the smartest man in the world, like if you 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 can't um, collaborate with people and partner and, and and build a great team around yourself, then then you won't be able to achieve the, the results that you want to, to achieve. And this book is all about producing results. So building rapport is actually part of being able to produce results. Um, and something that like there is no such thing as a strong team, but there are only good members of the team. So um, you need to choose people that that uh, won't let you let you go down. You want to have people where we will all uplift each other in the, in the ideal world. I mean, sometimes okay, like we had maybe bad days, but like most of the time, you want to have uplifting people around you for for your team and people where uh, you have the 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 real will to to be willing to like influence and improve each other on a daily basis and in all parts of life, right? Like friendships relationships and, uh, and even business um, and, and you can actually like create rapport uh, with someone you just met uh, in, a, in a very quick manner uh, by sometimes just by mirroring each other or by matching uh, expression gesture or, or voice tone um, and, and actually if you want to 
or something else that if you want to actually understand how someone thinks, uh, and if you want to uh, copy strategy or learn from something, you can actually learn to ask the right questions, to uh, to like get clues about how somebody thinks. Uh, that's that's also a way to build rapport. Like when you uh, understand how someone thinks, then you will also be able to um, know what, what you can propose to him or her and and you know what you can or cannot do with, with those people and that's really important to understand as well if you want to to build relationships in a fast manner with, with people that you want to nice great tip there you talked about modeling as a, one of the tools for success tell us about some of the models you used right what who are your role models and how did you model them as a tool for your success one of the first models I was doing, and, and when I was uh, ten years old, I was uh, playing tennis and I was doing competitions in tennis, and um, so I, I actually was watching uh, on TV all the best players. I was like watching like Federer and, uh, and then Nadal a little later on to see uh, how they were playing, so I could actually like uh, duplicate uh, their gestures, their movements, how they were moving forward and backwards on the court, and, and really to be able to. Um, Look at with precision at their gesture and and preparations and how they were moving on the field and, and really many more other things so that I could duplicate just that and and achieve similar results. Later on, on a more um, business way, let's say, by as an entrepreneur, you will look up to like successful entrepreneur that you admire, right? Uh, one of my role models is like uh, Richard Branson. I think the way is is managing to give a very positive. Uh, image uh, of himself and his company in general is really inspiring, and uh, I, I think like to so I read his biography um, and like just trying to learn as much as I can about the people that I respect and that I aspire to be like uh, is is um, is very important. Great, great role models there. Richard Branson is also my favorite. Uh, the way he has built uh, so many companies and the way he's so energetic. This has been a fantastic conversation. Are there any additional insights, Jean-Louis, that you'd like to share? Would love to hear your closing thoughts for the audience here. Tony Robbins has made his success uh, from, from communication. And when, it, when a lot of people think about communication, just in the way you talk to each other or when you speak on stage at a conference, but actually he talk about the communication in an external manner with other people, but in an internal manner that, that is even more important. So the communication and how you speak to yourself and how you can like um, like lie to yourself somehow about your beliefs uh, in order to like reach the, the result that you want to achieve has been key. So if there is really one thing that I want to remember as well here is that communication is really a key to, for success and, and be aware of how you speak, control how you speak to yourself is important. Like because a lot of the times people let, let uh, like little voice that were put in themselves by other people or negative beliefs. When you control that, then you can actually take uh, control of your destiny in your life. So that's that's um, that's very important. And Tony Robbins has proven that through all his books and seminars and conferences. That being a master of communication is is really a, is really a key. Fantastic. Yeah, I think uh, the beautiful part I love about this is sometimes communication we think is external, talking to somebody else. But actually, the communication we do to ourselves is so much more powerful and important. And you 
that is a great closing thought that you brought up what we say to ourselves let's make that positive let's make that strong and be, and be uh, living our life to the fullest like you have done a john roy i am so happy to have you as a guest on the 10x growth strategies podcast thank you listeners for tuning in check out the book unlimited power by tony robbins and thank you john roy for joining us today thank you so much prithvi has been a pleasure uh, thanks for putting this podcast together i think it's very inspiring Fantastic. Thank you.